Well, today is going to be a pretty busy day. Um, so, here in a couple of hours, I've got a birthday party for my youngest daughter, who is turning two, uh, Carly. So, I will have to go leave to go to that here shortly. Uh, I doubt I'll get to do much recording or listening on Anchor today. It's probably going to be a pretty busy day. Actually, after the party... I'll just be doing a bunch of cleaning and stuff at the house, so I'll probably get to do a lot of listening, which is good. I need to do some listening. Um, but I thought I would take this opportunity to kind of share some of my thoughts and philosophies about birthday parties and maybe parenting in general. Um, and, and none of this is to say that my way is the right way or anything like that, uh, but it's just where, where I'm at basically um and speaking of birthdays i want to definitely say happy birthday to alfred da costa uh, living for him uh, i had a chance to listen to all of your birthday talk and uh thought it was a really good talk and i can i can really relate to a lot of it so uh, thank you for putting that out there um and i've never done a shout out before so i think i'm gonna do that now Happy birthday, Alfred. Uh, Hope your sermon went well today, and I hope that you have a great day the rest of the day. Relax, take some time off, um, and not only that, I hope you have a a great year, a blessed year ahead. Um, I do want to say that I I really enjoy everything that you put out there on Anchor. Um, You have an awesome mix of serious and funny Uh, One that I wish I could get to a little more easily. So, uh, you are the wind beneath my wings. Have a good day. Yay! Alright, so, going back to what I was talking about and thinking about in regards to children, kids, not children, but kids, having birthday parties. Is it just me or does it seem like this is a lot different than it was when I was growing up? Um, You know, it seems like kids from the age of one all the way up into their 20s, maybe even 30s and beyond, just every year have like a big birthday party bash thing. And when I was growing up, I, I probably had maybe like five birthday parties. Maybe it was more. Um... And I just don't remember, but I, you know, it was always like those milestone things. Uh, like I'm sure I had a first birthday party, which of course I don't remember. Um, you know, five, 13, 16, um, and probably a couple of others that I'm just not remembering. But uh, it seems like the birthday thing is like there's almost this pressure that you have to have your kid a party every single year. Um, now, I can understand it when the kids are younger, uh, you know, when they're one, two, three, four, five, maybe even six, seven. Um, now, that being said, my son is, he's going to be turning 10 in December, and I'm pretty sure he's had a party every year, so I don't want this to sound like I'm taking shots at anybody else, because I've, I've, I've been guilty of the same thing, we've been guilty of the same thing, but me and my wife have talked about this, and 
I, I don't want my kids to have a party every year. Like, I don't think it's something that we should feel like we ha should have to do every year. Um, that's not to say we wouldn't celebrate their birthday. Uh, you know, we might take them to dinner, might take them shopping, let them pick something out, you know, as a birthday present or, or buy them something. Or, you know, when they get a little older as teenagers, maybe just give them some cash and let them go, go get something that they want. Uh, it's not to say we wouldn't celebrate their birthday. Uh, but there's almost like a birthday party culture. And, uh, and it sucks. Uh, it sucks as a parent <clears throat> because the, you feel a lot of pressure to do these things, you know. Uh, how is my kid going to feel when all of their friends are having these awesome birthday parties? And, you know, I tell them, hey, we're not doing a party this year. We're just going to take you to dinner and maybe, you know, get you something nice. Uh, no, I, I think my son would probably be okay with that. Uh, but I don't know. It, and, it, and it also is kind of bad because I, I feel bad when I can't make it to every birthday party. Like, I feel like a horrible person when there's this party going on on a Saturday and I can't make it for whatever reason. Um, which happens a lot because it seems like there's parties every week, you know, when you know people, a lot of people that have kids. So, uh, I don't know, I guess this is just my little rant about birthday parties and how I think, uh, I think they're getting a little bit overblown today. And I really don't mean this to sound like I'm coming down real hard on people who have these parties for their kids every year because, like I said, not one of my kids' birthday parties have, birthdays have went by without them having some sort of party. Uh, yet, even though this is something me and my wife have talked about, it just hasn't, you know, not yet have we decided, oh, we're not going to have a party this year for you. Um, so I'm not, you know, coming down on anybody or anything like that. I'm just kind of thinking out loud, I guess. And, and I understand that everybody comes from a different background. You know, somebody may have come from uh, a childhood where they just never felt special on their birthday. Maybe they were never celebrated. And so maybe they have this attitude of like, you know, I want my kid to feel super special every time they have a birthday. And, you know, that's okay. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. I'm not. I'm just kind of giving my uh, perspective on that and where I'm coming from. And maybe it even goes deeper than, than that. And maybe it just goes into, like, parenting philosophy in general. I feel like I have a lot, a much different philosophy on parenting than a lot of people, not necessarily a lot of people that I know, but <clears throat> a lot of people that I see at, you know, that I don't know real well, like acquaintances and stuff like that. So I think there's two different parenting philosophies that I see a lot. I'm sure there's more than two, but there's really just two that I'm going to talk about. Um, but, and I'm not, again, let me just say, I'm not saying one of these is right and one of these is wrong. I think uh, either one of these could be right or either one could be wrong, depending on how you approach it. So, but I think it is important to understand kind of like which one you are, so you don't take it to the extreme, uh, which is where it could be wrong. Anyway, let me just explain what I'm talking about. So there's kind of the parenting philosophy which says like, 
Well, when I was growing up, you know, I didn't have much, or maybe I was poor, or um, maybe I didn't get the attention and love that I needed from my parents. And so as a result of that, I'm going to uh, make sure my kids don't experience that. So I'm going to go over the top with the material stuff, maybe even over the top with the, uh, with the love and the affection and, and those kind of things. Um, just because I want my kids to have the opposite type of childhood that I had. So that would be like the first type of parenting philosophy <clears throat> that I, that I kind of see, you know, a lot. And I don't think that I really fit into that category. I'm kind of in the second category. And the second category is like, so just let me use myself for an example. I didn't grow up rich. You know, we were, I wouldn't say we were like dirt poor, but we were probably like what you would say lower middle class. Uh, uh, my mom was a stay at home mom and my, you know, my dad worked. And so, you know, I'm the youngest of four kids. So, you know, we, just, we didn't have a whole lot. Uh, one of the things I've always loved as a kid was to play video games. And I remember being so excited. We got a NES, you know, the 8-bit Nintendo when I was, I think, about 10. And uh, I was just, like, over the moon excited. Um, but for the, for the longest time, we only had one, maybe two games for that thing for a very long time. And I remember I would go over to a friend's house or something, and they would have... 40, 50, 60 Nintendo games, and I, you know, I remember just being like, as a kid, like, man, they must be, you know, like, super rich, this must be, this must be, like, the most awesome life you can ever have, and then, you know, I would go home, I would have my same one or two games that I've had for a couple of years, um, and I'm not trying to say, like, I had nothing, I mean, we, we, we'd get things, and, uh, you know, I'm, like I'm saying, I'm not, I didn't grow up in poverty, that's not what I'm saying, but what I'm saying is like, <clears throat> so growing up that way, I feel like was a benefit to me, so I learned how to not get everything I wanted on demand, on the spot, and to be okay with that, and to learn how to be content with that, and learn how to be uh, satisfied in other areas and in other things so with my kids you know even though me and my wife may have the means to get them the nicest clothes or to buy them all the cool toys and video game systems that they want even if we may have the means to do that uh, I don't want to do that what I want for my kids is for them to learn how to be content without having the newest, latest, coolest stuff. In the same way that I learned it as a kid. And <laughs> while I'm saying that and that sounds good, I'm not saying that like I've perfected being that way with my kids. Uh, it's hard. Because on one hand, you you know, you love your kids and you love to see their face when they get something new that they really want, you know. Um, so it, it's hard. It, it's not that you, that I've perfected this philosophy. That's not what I'm saying at all. I'm saying like, I want that to be my philosophy and mine and my wife's philosophy. This is something we've talked about a lot. Um, I'm not just saying my philosophy, but 
but no, that's hard. Like I've said, I don't, I don't want them to have a party every single year. I don't think they have to have a party every single year, yet they've had parties every single year. Now, inevitably, what happens when you have two different styles of parenting like this is that people from either style kind of get uh, maybe the wrong idea about people of the other style. And this goes back to what I was saying at the beginning. I'm not saying that one of these styles is right and one is wrong, uh, because I think they can both be right if handled correctly. Um, and they can both be wrong if taken to the extreme. So, you know, someone like me who, who says, you know, I don't want my kid to have a party every year. I don't want, uh, I don't want them to have the newest everything as soon as it, you know, comes out and never have to wait for anything. I can have the attitude, if I'm not careful, I can have the attitude that people of the other style, well, they're just spoiling their kids and they're just, uh, they don't really love their kids, you know, because they're, they're not doing the right thing for their kids. Um, and, and people who are from the other side who say, you know, I want my kid to have the best party every year. I want my kid to have the best of everything. Um, they would look at people like me and say, wow, you just, but you must not care that much about your kid if you don't want to have them a birthday party or if you don't, you know, you're not buying them the, the coolest clothes that come out, you know, uh, it's easy for people from different styles like that to just kind of pass those judgments on the other uh, and I don't want to do that and I'm not trying to do that through this I'm just kind of pointing out the two different styles um, so what I think is important though is to just kind of identify which style you are and not even to say that that's wrong just say okay this is this is the type of style that I am or that I lean more towards um, and just understand it so that you don't, so that you're careful about not taking it to an extreme, you know? Um, like I don't wanna, <laughs> so my kinda, kinda dislike of, of having a party every year, I don't wanna take that to an extreme and like, you know, <clears throat> oh, kids don't need birthday parties, you know? I'm just gonna ignore my kids on their birthday and they'll, they'll learn to appreciate life. Well, no, that's, that's taking it to an extreme. I don't wanna do that. Uh, just because I don't want to have them a party every single year doesn't mean I don't want them to, to feel special or have a good day. It's kind of the opposite, really. I want them to be able to feel special and feel appreciated uh, and have that good day without necessarily having to have a day where they have this party and where they're kind of being the center of everybody's attention. Um, that that's my feeling on it so you know I'm not uh, really not bashing any either of these parenting styles um, I just think we ought to be careful about taking them to the extreme because that's what we like to do as humans right we like to take whatever it is that we do and we like to take it to like another level to the extreme <laughs> um, so I just think on, on either one of these things we have to be mindful of uh, of the way we're handling them this even goes beyond material things like so this can even go into things like love and attention um, there there may be someone who kind of grew up and say well 
when I was growing up I didn't get a lot of love and attention so uh, I'm gonna go to the other end of that spectrum with my kids like they're gonna get super love and attention um, and you know I can't speak for everybody I know everybody who hears this may not be a Christian um, but as Christians we have to be careful because anything that we love too much or that we give too much attention to um, we call that an idol and I, I think you know it's very easy as parents because we, we do love our kids so much not to turn that love <clears throat> into idolatry um, but just to understand that we have you know we have a role to play in their lives and you know God gave them to us for a reason um, but that reason was not to turn them into idols if that makes sense I'm running out of time, so I'm going to have to do one more segment because I want to talk about the other end of that spectrum, which is also bad. You know, there's there's the one end where you take the love and attention too far and you take it into idolatry. Um, but there's the, there, there's the other end of that spectrum, which uh, can be just as dangerous or more. So the other end of that spectrum, you know, on the, on the one side, what I just talked about in the last segment, you kind of have a... a parenting style that goes overboard with the love and attention and that gets actually gets into like an idolatry of children um, but on the far other side of that spectrum you have parents who uh, maybe say you know kids they don't they don't have to have all that love and affection uh, they, they got to grow up they got to get tough this they got to learn the real world and um, really their kids don't get the love affection affirmation those type of things that they need and the children grow up and are not emotionally ready or you know ready in whatever way to face the real world so that's the other end of that spectrum which is just as dangerous or more dangerous uh, so you know all of these things you've got to you got to come whichever side of that you're on you got to come down somewhere toward the middle um, it is important, like I've said, to, to recognize which of these styles you have and, you know, just kind of check and say, am I, am I going too far with this? Uh, maybe I can dial it back some. Um, because, you know, in the end, what we all have to understand is that we're all, we're all just trying to do the best that we can for our kids, right? Nobody's an expert on parenting. Um, we are, we're all just kind of going by our, our own life experiences and um, maybe the wisdom of others if if you have others with that wisdom around you uh, but in the end we're all just trying to do what's best for our kids we're all just trying to to raise them the best we know how so I think it's important that you know if you know if you're of one style and you know people of the other style that you just understand that they they're just trying to do what's right for their kids and they're just trying to do the best that they can and they're not intentionally most of the time they're not intentionally trying to harm their kids or or do anything bad to them so uh, it is important to understand you know we all come from different backgrounds and we're all raised uh, in a different way and you know it's important that uh, you don't just say well this is my style so Everybody else with a different style is wrong. Uh, no, that's not 
the way that we should be. Okay, my voice is tired now, so I've probably talked more about birthday parties than any human being should ever talk or think about birthday parties. But uh, but anyway, that's just where I was at this morning, and I thought it'd be a good time to discuss it since it's my child's birthday party today. <laughs> it would kind of be bad if it was like some other kid that I knew their birthday party, and then I got on here and made a big rant about it. Uh, probably be bad. Uh, anyway. I'm going to get ready to go to this birthday bash for this two-year-old, and uh, it's going to be at Burger King, so it's a it's kind of a classy thing. Uh, looking forward to eating a lot of this cake, which I think my wife paid a ridiculous amount of money for, uh, but anyway, it's going to be good. The cake is going to be good. And I'm probably going to charge people like $5 a slice for it. So, all right, I'll shut up now. Y'all have a good day. Bye. All right, so I'm on my way to the birthday party now. Um, had to stop at the Dollar Tree and get some things that my wife needed for the party. Now, of course, Dollar Tree, not to be confused with the Dollar General. Uh, Dollar Tree, everything is actually $1. But, um... I had to stop there and you know it's a pretty easy list but uh, my wife likes to do this thing sometimes when she gives me a list she'll put one thing on the list that is like not even a real thing that exists in the world and I kind of thought that was the situation because she put something on there called a balloon weight which I had never heard of but and I couldn't find it. it took me like 15 minutes to find it but I did find them they're a real thing and uh turns out balloon weights are just a rock with shiny paper wrapped around it so anyway just in case you were wondering there is a such thing as balloon weights and now I'm on the way to the party I'm gonna be a little bit late but that's okay uh, I'll talk to you later see that kind of thing is impressive to me I'm not really impressed by the guy that invents like the next you know great cell phone because you know that person is really smart and they've had a lot of like school and, and and things like that they just have like a gift a talent but I'm really impressed by the guy who probably isn't very smart but yet he know he has this idea like okay if I get rocks and I wrap them in shiny paper I can sell them and call them balloon weights like see that to me is impressive because you weren't born with that gift but you still uh, found a way to uh, sell something and make a lot of money. So uh, anyway, 